suppose the Siberia is like? Oh, God. I mean, I've heard that it's cold. I've heard it's cold. I've heard big. there's five people there, that you can yeah. hunt bears, and that there's a cafe. Yes, with a very attractive lady. Oh, yes. I'm pretty sure she, yeah. they put her on, like, you know, the travel logs for Siberia. Mm. She's not on the Lonely Planet, though. <laughs> no, it's too lonely. I imagine that's what the Lonely Planet is. I don't think I've read one. It's just a really angry, self-hating man who goes around places <laughs> and has a horrible time everywhere he goes and then writes it up in a book. Is that it? Pretty much, yeah. Every <laughs> every cover of Every Lonely Planet is someone who looks like Keanu Reeves but isn't quite Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Portugal this time. No one's fucking touched me, so <laughs> going home. Can't even get these lesbians over here. <laughs> Give me a fucking time of day. Touch it once. But the uh, Cafe Polo is pretty good. I give that four stars. <laughs> Very nice. If you want some local flavor at an affordable price, then um, yeah, it's, 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 your, it's your first bet. Sheila, <laughs> if you're reading this, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you got upset. <laughs> I obviously didn't mean things the way you took them, but I guess that was my fault. So I'm sorry, I suppose, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> God, I love the Lonely Planet. that will cooperate with the authorities if it behooves us to do so. We've done it so before, we'll do it again. I'm Paul, name redacted. I'm a terrible friend, but an excellent man. <laughs> sure. Look at that man. He's, he's, listeners, he's <laughs> beside a sunset right now with a hound. Backlit by Jesus. He rode it here. He's going to ride it home. Ride Jesus all the way home. <laughs> My son, this is getting a bit, a bit heavy. <laughs> Shut up, Jesus. <laughs> Says Paul, excellent man. <laughs> well, speaking of which, today we're going to be doing the last film that Goodman will be allowed to suggest for a long time. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Worked out for me. <laughs> this was worth it. I mean, to be fair, this one came about when, uh, well, because of Nell's ongoing love for all things canoe. We thought, <laughs> hey, it's badly reviewed. We want to watch this. Why not <laughs> tell Paul that I want to do this for OGT? <laughs> Two birds with one stone. I hear Constantine is pretty entertainingly bad. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Tawdry Spy Thriller Stromhair Tilda Swinton Madness Let's uh, watch Two and a half, An hour and a half Of snow Yeah With some Keanu Reeves pe- Peeking out of it Clearly look You don't Whoa. get snow That often in Melbourne And it's like having A little box of snow Transported all the way here Amazon don't deliver Snow here just yet So <laughs> not, not like in England Although some would say That's uh, selling sand To the Arabs That bloody David Cameron He could sell snow To the British Oh Jesus He did Via his irresponsible Environmental policies Anyway (laughs) That was very clever Thank you Get off this podcast (laughs) Get off your soapbox Today we're doing Matthew Ross's 2018 crime thriller Siberia Your friend sold some diamonds My diamonds Fix High quality It's not real The best I've ever seen But no the friends that you have now, they're cheating you. This is a problem, I assume. One of many. Depressingly labelled as romantic on Wikipedia. <laughs> well, by Wikipedian standards. You know, it's more romantic I'd... than... It's more romantic than... Hold on. Let me just get a random page. Okay, it's, it's more romantic than the Pillory of Braga. 15th century sculpted stone column. Oh, actually. 
actually. Okay. Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck hell. <laughs> Look at that column. I'm busy. <laughs> Offered by Alfonso the Fourth of Castile to his daughter. Fuck. I bet it fucking was. Al- Alfonso him. Have it. <laughs> oh, lads. Alfonso. <laughs> lads, country's full. <laughs> Got enough stone columns. <laughs> Citation needed. The film stars Keanu Reeves and Molly Ringwald. Yeah, She was also briefly in it. Um, as Keanu Reeves' w- wife. Uh, <laughs> Ringwald was last seen being briefly in Gem and the Holograms as the mum of all those orphan girls. So now in my head, Keanu Reeves is the adoptive dad of Gem and the Holograms. Aw. But I mean... she <laughs> That's I mean, the family she, he abandoned. She, she might have been on that, on that set as she was doing a, you know recording the Skype call. She was in it for three minutes. <laughs> on Skype. Skype. She was like fucking Val Kilmer's real life wife. <laughs> I just don't want her to be on set. Uh, Siberia was poorly reviewed by critics and a little bit different this week. All of the reviews have been translated out of Spanish. Because when Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> offers you a gift, you best accept it. Javier Ocaña, writing for El Pais, hmm. says the story stagnates with the null drawing of characters, a cadence that is not ruled out but morose, and the gratuity of certain dialogues. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that was... That was that was poetic. With the null drawing of characters, Paul. Yeah. I'm stumped. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> well, let's move on to Fausto Fernandez on his way to a fucking epic battle <laughs> that he was due to take part in. He stopped off at Photogrammas to write, The sadomasochistic notes are a strange contrast to the sad musings of our troubled heroes. Sadomasochism and sadness that far? <laughs> that far apart? It takes energy to be sado or masochistic. You've had Fifty Shades. There's nothing sad about that. Feel good novel of the year. Read it, mums. Ah, so I have a new segment for us. Um, It's Google's top voted tags. Jingle? Let's have a jingle. Yeah. Do a jingle. How about this one? Google's top voted tags. Ooh. Brilliant. So, some special new science from Google means that I can see the most frequently used adjectives associated with the film. But you can also vote for those adjectives, so Christ. I don't know what kind of science this is exactly. All right. But I tested it out a bit to check its viril- uh, veras- veracity. There mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> and virility. <laughs> it's virility as a specimen. You typed in uh, Paul Salt virility and nothing came up. <laughs> Didn't need to. It speaks for itself. <laughs> Inception's top related tags are intelligent, must watch, thought provoking, intense, unique, clever, special effects. Mm-hmm. Captivating and psychological. Sounds good. Mm, plot holes. <laughs> plot holes, pretentious. Christopher <laughs> Nolan is a hack. Take it right, Hans. <laughs> uh, Freddy got fingered. Uh-huh. Unsettling, gross, disturbing, funny, illogical, explicit, cringeworthy, gruesome, awkward, and loud, which is also my peer review of you this year. <laughs> not Dadaist, though. <laughs> no, no tag. I tried to vote for it. Damn. Your SEO is way off, mate. Philistines. So, clearly, clearly this is an excellent means of aggregating reviews and critical opinions. So, for Siberia, we have boring, <laughs> slow, bad acting, mm-hmm. awkward, mm-hmm. forgettable, confusing, mm-hmm. gross, bit of Freddy Got Fingered magic in there, <laughs> cringeworth, <laughs> I imagine cringeworthy, that's meant to be, but it says cringeworth. <laughs> I'm Arthur Cringeworth. Stop fisting yourself, Arthur Cringeworth. Oh, sorry. I do get into the most hilarious social jams. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a member of Family Guy. <laughs> I am the Family Guy. And it's dark and silly. Great. Great segment. <laughs> Thanks, me. I don't even need to watch the film. Don't even need. Episode over. <laughs> Thanks, Google. It's making your life unlifable. <laughs> don't listen to us anymore, guys. Just go on Google. You can find out what your kids would have been like if you'd had them. <laughs> 
then just my kids, <laughs> dadist. Then they can be the digital people, and we can all be digital, and none of us will ever have to watch a movie again. Which right now feels like a reasonable deal. Oh, you. <laughs> Uh, the public, in addition to voting for the words above, maybe. How does this work? <laughs> they stayed away in droves and slated it for good measure, like chucking hand grenades over your shoulder as you flee a cave full of bears. <laughs> that is how they do it in Russia. <laughs> you learn this from the film. <laughs> Soviet Russia, we hunt bears. That's just... <laughs> what? Um, oh, that's sad. It's not yes. a joke, it's just... <laughs> what is joke? Now, TT... Soviet right? Russia, joke is us. <laughs> um, TT writing for Rotten Tomatoes. T.T. Ferrati. Mm. It's one of those movies that you think about in the morning. Was it worth watching? They really should have <laughs> capitalised on the first sex scene between Anna and Keanu. Kind of awkwardly put into place. Now, I assume that this is the cadence of which the next sentence is intended to be read in. Man, they could have had that little red car rocking when she took him in. <laughs> it was pretty good, but it could have been stellar. Now, what can we discern from some of that? <laughs> Any of that? Um... I mean, Paul, they could have had that little red car rocking when <laughs> she took him in. This person was watching it in, in that fucking delicious lip bite. <laughs> Saw the car and is looking at their looking at their friends and is like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> oh, so, yeah. No, no, no. So we're both clear on this, that he's upset that they didn't fuck each other when they were in the car. <laughs> That's the complaint. One star. Oh, fuck. Megan E at Rotten Tomatoes says this movie was horrible most of it was on russian and then it just ended abrupt so we've got one three-man <laughs> pasha d lynch oh fuck this is gonna take a couple of run-ups i'm afraid pasha d lynchnikov that'll do he has played scary russian guys three times in our crap movies so well done him i <laughs> uh, did bucky larson what's the other one die good day to die hard oh yeah so, he was cabby funny cabby yeah one good thing of die hard <laughs> Best part of a good in the diehard. Well yep. done. And now, a part of Keanu Reeves' Siberia. Oh, free to a man. Free in a bush. Free. Free. Yo. Films are shit, mate. One of the best parts, I'd say. Ah, good stuff. But we can't OGT him again because <laughs> he was the OGT yeah. for GDDH. Yeah, it'll have to be Nicolas Cage. It's just the way it works. So, Paul, you Reba. Ah. What's one thing about this movie that made you want to squint and never be sure about what you're not seeing? I liked all the wide shots of Keanu Reeves, so <laughs> we could see all of his body doing the things he does when he's interacting with the world. <laughs> Can he do it? Who's to say? Well, the movie starts with about 50 production logos, which is usually a good sign. <laughs> Means this movie was too goddamn edgy to be made by any one production studio. It starts off with some edgy music mm. that, that lasts for about 15 minutes. Keanu Reeves is a travelling businessman of sorts. He's a travelling Keanu. what? A travelling Keanu. <laughs> Delivering Keanu business-related concerns across seven continents. Promoting the Keanu family circus that he's hoping to get <laughs> off the ground in 2019. I just made a note here that he takes a sip of coffee unconvincingly at yes. the beginning of this film. <laughs> he puts on his watch as well like he's trying to get a dog in a headlock. <laughs> I know nothing about that. If I can just draw on your patience. Excellent. Yeah. Fabulous intro. Hopes are very high. <laughs> it's, it's, it's boding well already. He meets um, Pasha D. Lynchnikov, the Russian guy in this film. Oh, yeah. Um, Aforementioned. Yeah. It, it, so Keanu Reeves is a diamond man. He's selling blood diamonds, probably. I don't know. But his business associate, Pyotr, or Pyotr, if you're going with Keanu Reeves' cadence here. Pyotr, oh, Pyotr. Fucking Pyotr. <laughs> um, Pyotr. 
Piotr is no. uh, is not. He hasn't showed up yet, and he's got all the diamonds. Ah, and and Pasha de Lynchnikov is. Uh... He finds out first of all whether or not Keanu Reeves speaks Russian, so that they can then not speak Russian. It's to figure out whether they can threaten him in Russian without him knowing. <laughs> and it's like, you're a big oh. dickhead, you are. You big mind. knob face. <laughs> Look big at you, smelly, smelly, smelly ball bag. I can smell your pants all the way from over here, <laughs> even Dosford Daniel. Oh shit! <laughs> oh! You've got a, a dumb face. Oh. <laughs> it's not very good in Russian, are we? Sergey, you said that last bit in English. Whoops! But yes, they say, okay, go away. As, as long <laughs> as you do bring us the diamonds eventually, we're not going to kill you. And he's yeah. like, okay, I'll find Piotr. And <laughs> this will be okay. Little do we know this is the, the main thrust of, of, well, one of the main thrusts of the film. Piotr's nowhere to be seen. Oh, no! Where are his diamonds? Yeah. Can't, where is diamonds? <laughs> Where are they? Carney ah. goes up to his room and it's time to tool up. Oh, yeah, with phones. <laughs> and, do, and do a long shot with just him and a phone for about three <laughs> minutes while he does various things. In this. It's just all one cut. It's very good. Keanu Reeves is a great actor. <laughs> with, with that in mind, he, just, he has to go and track down Piotr and he goes yes. to Siberia. Yeah, he does. Piotr was last seen. And he, he go, checks into a, into a lovely little lodge and then he goes down to a bar. Or a cafe, which is the only place open left to drink. Yes. And uh, all of Siberia is in there. It's him, <laughs> Katya, who's behind the bar, her brother, huh? oh. and his friends. Oh no, wrongans. There's a situation. The guys are being a bit rough with old Katya. Um, yeah. And she sort of stands up for herself, but Keanu Reeves not having that, and he steps in to rescue her. They go away. She points out that they went away without paying for their drinks, which she might have yep. mentioned like on their way out. Because it's like, hey. Yeah money you need to do um he offers yeah. to pay for them she says money can't solve everything and it's like what if the problem's not that you don't have the money you need it should be yeah i'd have thought so she pockets the money it not having solved everything <laughs> and uh yeah he goes out and gets beaten up yeah. by the two guys who he stood up to which is a surprise i was expecting it to him to be a fairly handy guy but he's just a businessman yeah, he's just a fucking he's his, guy he's not even keanu reeves got his head kicked in um katya decides i better drive him home and then have an open door shower so yeah. She does both of those things, and it all works out well. That's... He delivers the funniest line in the fucking film. Which... What are you doing? French toast. She says to him, oh, we might as well have sex now, because everyone in this in this small Siberian town mm. thinks we have anyway. Yeah. And uh, Keanu Reeves goes, oh, I've got a wife, but... Well, <laughs> I've got a ring, Wald, but you know. yeah, let's do it. He then goes to the mine, the local mine, to go yeah. and meet Andre, Andre, <laughs> Piotr's brother, and uh, in order to find out where Piotr is. And when Andre walks past him, he says, are you mad? Follow me in your car. That's right. And then Keanu Reeves immediately starts following him. And it's like, no, in your car. I am a car. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> from from. You mean don't follow you until we both have cars. <laughs> Except for... Look, no, no, th- no. The next time no. I want to see you following me, I want us to be in cars. I'll, I'll make it happen. Follow me to the car. No. <laughs> God. Fucking idiot, Keanu Reeves. So they, they, they follow him and uh, they park on the edge of a, a pit or something. Yeah. And they have a, a conversation about the diamonds that Piotr has <laughs> and also some counterfeit diamonds that he's also pushing, oh, I think. I don't know. And, and they're extremely good counterfeit ones where the only way you can tell they're not counterfeit is by putting them into that, uh, that briefcase machine that they have in Mission Impossible. <laughs> and the snowman. You just have to lift the cardboard flappy bit. <laughs> To get at it. But you can't just have anyone's fingerprint. Keanu Reeves's? No way. He hasn't got any. Sold him. Sold him for acting talent. Sold him for 
<laughs> sort of a zen. Um, meanwhile, throughout <laughs> this entire thing, Katya is very impatient because she really wants to know if she's going to get fucked or not. So she's honking the horn, yeah. tapping on the window, yeah. throwing a Harry hole around. <laughs> Here it is, Keanu. Come get it. <laughs> Gotta get back to work. I'll be with you in a minute, love. I think your brother might be dead. <laughs> Katya is driving Keanu away, at which point she says, I thought you were a spy. It's like, what kind of fucking spy would Keanu Reeves be? <laughs> Hello, my name, my name is Sergei. I'm here <laughs> to infiltrate your operation. Except, not that bit. I said that by mistake. Whoa. Um, dos for Danya. <laughs> I am Peter. I had this image in my head of every time he spoke, had a Russian conversation with somebody, that the subtitles that would come up from the Russian guy would be like, honestly, mate, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> We've been humouring you all this time, just to see, like, <laughs> just going along with it. We're very, we're very yes and in Siberia. It's big nif. <laughs> um, not, a, not a sausage, mate. Sorry, <laughs> just not doing anything for us. It is at this stage Keanu Reeves goes back to his hotel room to have his magical mystery tour of the hotel room <laughs> with, Molly, with Molly Ringwald. The sink, the toilet, and the bed. Here's my toilet. <laughs> Here's not my toilet. Look, I hate this. Can I can I hang up on you? I feel like it's gonna be difficult somehow. <laughs> I wanted to force Keanu. Lamp. <laughs> Candle. <laughs> Here's my face. <laughs> it is the face I have. She asks him, Have you been drinking? And it's like, how the fuck would you be able to tell? You're all over the place, Keanu Reeves. She hangs up without saying goodbye, which was just about figures, I guess. Keanu looks over and sees a candle and he <laughs> somehow equates this to wanting to fuck Katya. So he goes there and gives her the candle saying, here, this was in my hand when I decided to fuck you. I hope this makes up for it. <laughs> Probably, whatever that means. They have a 50% energetic love scene. Yeah. One of them is really putting her all into this. Guess which one? <laughs> the next thing that happens, sorry, is that they end up in the bath together, at which point yeah. he says, I have a situation in St. Petersburg. Do you mean you just shat the bath? <laughs> No, I I have an actual situation in St. Petersburg. Oh, okay. Still shut the buff? <laughs> that's coincidental. Anyway, it's at that stage he delivers the line. The thing about squinting, you can never be certain what you might not be seeing. Which is, which is wonderfully is ham-fisted and unwieldy. <laughs> he then gets confronted by some of Katya's family. Oh, who, yeah. Who say that she, she should be marrying Anton, who's a really great guy. Look at him over there with his receding hairline and beer gut. <laughs> <laughs> He's flexing at the time, yeah. but his gut—it's—it's yeah. it's, not—it's not pleasant. So that's that's that, and they say to Keanu, "Well, you know, come on, let's not have a scene." And he goes, "All right, yeah. okay, we're all, we're all <laughs> mates then. Come bear For hunting with sake, us tomorrow. Let's not have a scene in this film. We wouldn't <laughs> want that. No worries there. <laughs> they they go bear hunting the next day. They're yep. all friends. Um, they're all you know they're all sort of ribbing <laughs> Keanu Reeves because yep. he's the American American Americanage. Yeah, they all have fun. They kill a bear and a dog. It's all good laughs. Yeah. But they, the dog gets shot and they have to finish him off. And then from a, a distance, a real distance, yeah. Keanu Reeves finishes him off with the one bullet they gave him as a joke. <laughs> At and least a that makes them That makes him okay in the Russian's book. Any I man think. who can kill a beloved dog from that distance is okay by <laughs> me. Fucking hell. Please have my daughter sister. I don't know what this is. That is what his teary, his teary eyed eyes and nose and beard say. <laughs> Terry Bearded. <laughs> so Terry Beard goes off and um, <laughs> he discovers that the diamonds are hidden inside of the candles, one of which he has given to Katya. Oh, he's going to go back to St. Petersburg. He's got a situation in St. Petersburg, so he goes there. Yeah. Finds out there's a diamond in a candle 
um, calls Katya saying, I need you to bring me that candle. And she says, yeah. oh, so you just want the candle and not me? Yes. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay, that was disarming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have lied. She was being fairly unreasonable. You didn't need to immediately confirm her suspicions. Well, I, I would like to think that he's playing quite a clever game. <laughs> she brings the candle and there are counterfeits in the candle. The best yes. he's ever seen. And <laughs> oh, um, Christ. so now he's got to try and figure out how to sell these to Boris slash Carla slash Lynchnikov is one of the Russian names. Yeah. So he does that he meets... by having sex and not really thinking about it <laughs> for a few days. Oh, the sex bit was where she says, um, fuck me like I'm your wife. And so he goes and gets his um, dirty socks out of the laundry. He drinks four Carlsbergs and puts the snooker on. And he comes to bed and says, look, you, just, you don't have to do anything, okay? Just lie there. He goes to whisper into her ear and does a big beery burp. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you won't ever leave me, will you, babe? <laughs> and that's... That's, that's Marital Sex <laughs> by Paul Salt. <laughs> I had great influences growing up. Some would say. <laughs> so, party scene, Blood Brothers... He, he has to go and schmooze and why and, and yeah, schmooze is yeah, probably the, the appropriate word for yeah. this. And he, he goes off and has a couple of drinks with Pasha Dilinchnikov. Yep. And um, how does Katya, Katya is, how does she get involved? Well, she, she's sitting drinking her champagne in a dressing gown and being properly moody around yeah. a woman about it. Why isn't he inviting me to his secret diamond heist? <laughs> Deal. Deal. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, I don't even know the difference. That's probably why he didn't invite me. But anyway, <laughs> I hear that my husband's here to heist your diamonds. What? <laughs> you bitch. Ah. Whoops. Look at the mess I got myself into this time. Is that a step toe and sun music? I don't know. They're in the nightclub and the Russian guy is like, um, oh, this is a great night, isn't it? You know what we should fucking do? I've got a great idea. This would be Max Lols. Here's what I'd like to do. My lovely friend here, I tell her to suck you off. And at the same time, you tell your lovely friend to suck me off. We sit, staring at each other until we come. After that, nothing can separate us. And we get our girlfriends to uh, suck us off. But like, the opposite, the other. Yeah. Like, mine does yours, yours does mine. By which mine I mean penis. <laughs> yours does mine, and mine does yours. He's a very context dependent, but you get you get where I'm going with this. <laughs> and, and and Keanu Reeves kind of well, he's got he's got a deal to do, hasn't he? Yeah. So got to get these diamonds. He tries to politely fob him off, and he's like, "This is not how we do it in America." And then Patty Dillinchnikov he talks to Katya herself, yeah, like a like a like a real woman, and says, "Look, <laughs> come all this way. Can can we please have a really genuinely upsetting and distressing moment for?" <laughs> Literally everyone concerned. Uh, so they have a horrible scene that nobody enjoys. Except for Pasha D. Lynchnikov. <laughs> He's loving it. Yeah. Da 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 da. So <laughs> everybody leaves the club eventually. What happens next in the plot, Paul? My notes become very scant at this stage. Okay, they get back to the hotel and uh -huh. the FSB are there who are the financial security boys and they've got a problem <laughs> they're oh, in yeah. basically they know about this uh, this diamond heist slash deal going on <laughs> the fsb financial sexy boys they have him give the counterfeit ones to pashley lynchnikov so he, he does that because they've got the law behind him and then a whole bunch of stuff happens with a south african guy which doesn't have any 
bearing on the plot at all. And and <laughs> then he goes back to Siberia rather than go home where he can be safe. And it turns out that Piotr has been killed. Ah, he's got big holes in his oh, arms no! in a cabin. He's now friends with all of Catcher's brothers because he shot the dog, I think. Because he shot their and- dog. Siberia's weird. And he says to Katya's brother, it never really got his name, Ivan Russianman, to take Katya away and in a few days, tell her I would have burned my house down for her. And he goes, well, what shall I I tell her now? And she lied to her. Fuck it. (laughs) I'll be back. Whatever. (laughs) I'll be back. I'm lovable Keanu Reeves. Whoa, etc. Yeah, off I go to die. (laughs) He goes off. He shoots several people with his bolt-action rifles. He completely ignores some very fancy semi-automatic rifles dropped by villains just in front of him because he's going to use this crappy rifle on principle. Well, he's doing very good cover, you know, cover and shoot tactics, very Mass Effect, Mass Effect. And then um, then then after a while, he just stops doing that, goes out into the open and starts firing at people from the hip. (laughs) And then he dies weirdly. Yeah, they shoot him in the head. The end. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops. Just have a moment's silence there for the death of this plot. So, what did you make of Siberia, Greaves? I didn't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I... <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, gosh, the Paul's face off. <laughs> that was all right. Yeah. <laughs> it was all right. No, it wasn't. The end. <laughs> battle of, battle of minds. I, th- I think I feel numbed by, by Siberia, but I, was really, but I still didn't mind I it. I was really underwhelmed by it, and you were whelmed mm. by it, I guess. I, I, had, I had whelm remaining. <laughs> I just, I, I really struggled to follow what was going on or care. That was the key part. Mm. I feel like I can follow things better when I care about them happening. Part of that is just a sleepy, a bit of a sleepy, unentertaining Reeves performance. I do wonder why he was cast for this. Yeah. Now, we've been we've been through this before. Keanu Reeves works best in ironic or tongue-in-cheek roles like John Wick. Sure. You know, he he's he's a very good fight man. Yeah. He's very good, like, physically. The acting sort of takes second <laughs> uh, chair to that, but it adds to it. Yeah. It adds to the, the overall enjoyment of the film. They burned my house down. Yeah. It's great. Siberia, it's a moody thriller mm. that, I mean, we'll get, I'll get into the, my... I'll get into my issues with it as well. One of many. Anyway, okay. but it's a moody thriller that, for me, shone best when it was concentrating on the... The smallness of Siberia, yeah, and yeah, there was the the detached the isolation there, and it could have you know ramped up the tension. So who would they? Who would have been better to have been in? That? I can't think. I thought, I thought a lot of uh, I I thought a lot of George Clooney is the American. I haven't seen it mm. yet, but someone you need somebody charismatic, yes, to be stuck in a, in this film. And with. Clooney plays it very sort of morosely, and it's very interesting. But more yeah. crucially, there's just a, a better film around him. I I I'm not sure yeah. a better lead would have improved this much because I just I did like the times I liked it best is the sort of relationship with him and Katya. And the sort yeah. of brothers, but the brothers were so cliche. It's just, oh, in Russia, you know, everybody's all, you know, gruff. You got to kill a dog before they'll respect yeah. you. I, I didn't get anything new off of this, really. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't get anything new off of that, but it was a very, for me, a very familiar tale of small town men mm. um, and the and the kind of, you know, horrible japes they get into that I hate being a part of. <laughs> um, I, I found that very familiar, you know, like going out in Northampton on a fucking Saturday night. <laughs> And the kind of the kind of blokes that would be there is very similar. If the, if they were out in Siberia, they'd be hunting bears and um, <laughs> but you know showing women their cocks. Is it, after a few? Is drinks. that just the japes though? The scene where a guy almost shows a waitress his cock. We didn't mention that. And yeah. also like a scene where they all menacingly gather around a table. I mean that's that's not exactly iconic. <laughs> I'm really struggling to remember much of this fella. It, it's not iconic, but it did leave me with a sense of unease in the same. 
maybe sort of 25 percent of the unease that i get when stephen graham comes on screen in this is england <laughs> yeah or in anything else ever, ever. <laughs> in a room not not iconic you're right there's no um again it, i also thought of in bruges a lot yes because i wanted it to be this very tight tense film st- mm. where he's trapped in this thing waiting for word from Piotr yeah. and and he's at the mercy of Pasha D. Lynchnikov and maybe this other South African yeah. who could have come in and they could have all inhabited this one close space but halfway through when he's got this whole sort of um, this tryst with, with Katya yeah. and then I thought there was going to be more of a thing where his brothers come in and try to like take vengeance yeah. in a straw dogs kind of way yes, you know it's going to be very brutal mm. but no he just he then oh, I've got to go back to St. Petersburg mm. and then he's out of Siberia in lovely St. Petersburg just walking around and it I, I was really on board with the the, the moodiness mm. and the surliness of it Um, I thought the soundtrack was great I it was very it was very one tone but it was but I really loved it and then as soon as he got out of Siberia that's when it got into crossing and double crossing. Yeah. And then this South African guy's here. And there's one bit where he's in the airport talking to this this South African guy. And he's like, I want you to tell the FSB that you're going to pay them a million dollars for the for 45 million for these diamonds. But then don't pay him. Oh, what? why? To, to mess him up. Okay, I'll do it for free. But the, yeah. what does that achieve? It doesn't do anything. Uh, yeah, it's, it's I just, guess it keeps them out of the way for the Russians to take their revenge. It's just very it confusing. Doesn't... In terms of the Imbruge comparison... There's two crucial aspects for me. One is obviously the humor isn't here. There's nothing. There's a couple of moments oh, yeah, where we yeah, laugh, yeah. but the humor is gone, and there's no sort of camaraderie around the two characters. There's also less. Yeah. I don't know. In Bruce, just every part of it screamed death. It's like there's death around yeah. every corner. The characters can't stop fixating on death. It's it's everywhere mm. and everywhere in the art that they're in as well, like the place that they're in. They're in this horribly. I mean, the other thing is. There's so much of a sense of Bruges in In Bruges. There really isn't a sense of Siberia in Siberia other than it's a big mm. snowy place with some shacks in it. Yeah. And, you know, that sort of place can be rendered vivid as well. If you look at Wind River, you know, you can see the sort of sense of community yeah. and place mm. that you have, you know, in that film of this sort of similar sort of snowy wasteland. But yeah, there's less thematic significance for me between the place mm. and the action happening within it. This This is why... It should have just... It's called Siberia anyway. It should have all been in Siberia. Sure. Force force the writer. Was it Matthew Ross as well? Uh, Whoever you are, we're on we're to you. We're going to find you. We're going to kill your dog, mate. Mate. Kill your bear. <laughs> but, Not my bear. And then you respect us. Love that bear. Force the writer and the director to think about sense of place. Mm. And to build and to build on that, I think. Well, we're in Siberia. How can we push this forward? Um. So the, dir- the writer is Scott B. Smith, and he's from New Jersey. Okay. How much did Scott... B. Smith know about Siberia is the question, and how much of that was he able to mm. inject? Well, it was it was shot. I mean, this it was also not shot in Siberia. It was shot in Winnipeg. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> so you know, which is the, the the source of a very good Venetian snares album or Venetian snares himself. But it's not good for doing a film that's meant to draw on the sense of of Siberia. Yeah, obviously, you know, Martin McDonough's probably been to Bruges. Oh God, yeah, and it was. And, it, you know, it's very easy to get there. It's not the same it's for <laughs> Siberia. However, if you don't have any idea of the sense of place of Siberia, don't set it in and call it Siberia. Yeah. Just call it Winnipeg. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it could be set anywhere. I would believe, I mean, you just compared these men to Northampton. I would believe these men anywhere. Yeah. Just anywhere rural. Yeah. It's just the idea of the difference between city and rural, where men are men. Mm. And dogs are also <laughs> men. And bears are men. And everyone's men. Women are men. And bears. I love that you. Call, I love that you call Northampton rural. That's a very London <laughs> thing to say. Well, you know, three hundred thousand people. Ugh. One school is there. 
I've heard they have a church now. Hopefully it will bring God to them. Now, Keanu Reeves dies very abruptly at the end of this movie, sort of get yeah. Carter style. Now, yeah. How did how earned did that feel? It's a ballsy move. Well, not very. And I mean, it's my main my main issue with it's it's a very well shot gunfight be... at the end. It was quite thrilling. Yeah. But it didn't have any tension. There was no tension beforehand building up to it. Mm. Here's the gunfight now. And <laughs> the only thing to suggest that there would be a gunfight was that he was quite handy with a gun when shooting yeah. that dog from a distance. There was a bit of tension in St. Petersburg when mm. when Pasha Dilinchnikov suggested that horrible, horrible yeah. Blood Brothers pact. But all could have been solved by having almost like a bottle episode. You're just stuck in this one place in Siberia. Straw, yeah. straw dogs it. You know. Nowhere to escape. Yeah, it's a gross moment that. But anyone could come up with, you know, gross moments. School kids do it. You know, just mm. if I had a gun on your dad, would would would, yeah. would you eat out your yeah. would you eat out your mum? It's like no, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Or oh, you don't care about your dad? You want to kill your dad, do you? No, I, I look. <laughs> oh, what you want to eat out your mum? Billy wants to eat out his mum. Look, <laughs> no, everyone, he's he's taking what I said out of cra- out of context again. Ignore him. I'm not going to answer that. No, you've got to answer. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to. No, you've got to answer. All right. I literally don't. No, you've got a good point. I do have to answer. <laughs> In that case, rape my dad. <laughs> Ooh, wasn't Ooh. even an option. You're a wild Pinky. card. I like you. I have my gun. Now, what would you do? Ah, guns <laughs> on the other foot. <laughs> You're not using guns, right? Look, we'll come back tomorrow. Meet me here in the playground, three o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> Get away from me, Scott. I like you. You're a worse bully. <laughs> Go back to New Jersey. So, no, for me, this doesn't feel like a film of death. It's not a film in which. Yeah, I mean, to make a film where the character is going to die, what you want is the sort of hopelessness of their situation, the collapsing of their options to feel kind mm. of desperate, and then this sort of glimmer of hope and something real that you want them to get back to, which I think they were betting would be the romance. They thought you'd be invested mm. enough in the romance between them that you would want him to escape. But And I kind of mm. did, largely just because I didn't want Katya to be sad. I quite liked her and the actress playing her. Yeah. Um. I, I do feel like she'll be better off without Keanu. So <laughs> she's better off with Anton. <laughs> Look at that gut. Look at him flex. Who plays her? It's Anna Ularu. Oh, there we go. Yes, Anna Ularu. Uvav. <laughs> well, I liked her yeah. a lot. No, I, I I liked her a lot. She was great. She had the same sort of presence as Clements Posey in in Bruges, actually. So mm. I think I can be forgiven for making the constant comparisons. Yeah, she seemed like a sort of um, tough, self-reliant character in spite of the fact that she never does anything particularly self-reliant. So They could have made it about death by proxy by ma- focusing more on the love. You know, love and mm. death are very closely entwined at all times. <laughs> You're doing dates it's wrong, been explored. <laughs> it, it's, been ex- it's been explored really well in, you know, in, in cinema and literature. And you love and you have sex and try to forget about death. And like, it's gonna like be, in, um, it like, follows. Like in Norbit. <laughs> I think we've said most of this. It's just a kind of average. One of us came out a little bit more positive towards it than the other. But it's largely just a kind of average, fairly uninteresting. I don't know how memorable it's going to be. No, not memorable. It had Mm. so much potential and it it didn't deliver. But I'll say this. I actually watched the trailer again and the trailer was pretty good. Yeah. So there's enough quality in there to get a compelling trailer out of it. But um, it's like a compelling character study without being compelling or having a character in it biggest mistake you can make when trying to do a <laughs> compelling character story rookie mistake lots of people do yeah it. all right but let's let's stay positive shall we quick fire quick fire i like the fact that his house back in america looks like john wick's house <laughs> yeah maybe it's just keanu reeves 
house and that he just insists that everything get filmed there. Uh, the opening music, I, I really liked. It was moody and surly. Cool. And broody. Kind of like the diamond credit sequence at the beginning. Yeah. Quite cool. Good. We're um oh, we're flying through these. These are good. Uh, <laughs> there's a nice shot of the whiskey tumbler that he's drinking from. Um, ah. it's the cam. The camera is just focused solely on the tumbler, and it disappears when he goes to drink it, and then it returns to shot with less whiskey in it. It's just a <laughs> nice little touch, ah, rather than focus cool. on Keanu Reeves for a bit. <laughs> Got to take a break. There, there are so many good Keanu lines in this. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, I love the um. What would you do if I asked you to sleep with me? Yeah. And he swallows a massive bit of French toast <laughs> and goes. Now, <laughs> my very next one. Oh. Um, so in place of it, I'll have. Right. Um, I like how sweary Reeves is. I don't care what kind of shit you've stepped in, but East Volkov isn't a good man to disappoint. You figured out some clever place, some childish fucking trick, fucking Piotr. Yeah, I just enjoy him just swearing a bunch. It um, represents him losing composure, uh, which I appreciate, yeah. even if it's never terribly. I don't know. You never get like a sense of frustration off him. Like, you know, when he's trying to call his cousin Roman no. and to invite him to go bowling. Yeah. You know, he never just loses his shit. Yeah. That's what I wanted. I always enjoyed it when he swore in this film because there was a comedy in the sort of monosyllabism <laughs> of it. Um, the kind of, what the fuck <laughs> am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> there's al- there's always, it was always enunciated on the swear word. <laughs> Look, Pashadil Lynchnikov is great. Okay. He's a good scary Russian man as ever. <laughs> good for him. And I'd like to see I'd like to see him. I'm sure there must be Russian films where he's um got a sort of a leading role or at least a sort of bigger supporting role. Mm. Be good to see him stretch his legs after seeing him play mob a mob <laughs> guy three times. Absolutely. Right. Anna Uluru. Yeah. Anna Uluru is She's really good in the sex scenes. Like she's putting a lot of passion into it. Compared to Dry Hump Games Boar from last week. <laughs> She's um, she's putting a lot of energy into this, and in particular, I mean the scene in the car, where she's yeah. sort of riding him. It looks like she just sort of slipped her legs off, just so that she could get right up, sort of maximum close <laughs> closeness with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, <laughs> you hold on to these. I'm gonna have a rive about. <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought they had a weird bashful chemistry at times yeah. the two of them she asks him if he's disappointed she says you're not disappointed and then they share this weird bashful smile together yeah. it's like oh we've only had sex once this is all new to us we nearly did it again and then no and then and then when they meet at the airport again in st petersburg and they do the same bashful smile and and before they kiss and it's a really you know that that that, that really cute exploring new couple kiss where you start with the forehead and like mush your face in and then you find you find the lips it's all like, oh, I love touching every part of you. Every square inch of touch is good touch. I mean, it helps that she was really, really good. Yeah. But um, the two, it, it works well with Canoe. Yeah, with all Canoe. I really like the dog moment. I'll just have that. He shoots the dog. Oh, yeah. Um, I assume that's what I mean by the dog moment. I've got bear hunt and then the dog moment. So I think... Oh, yeah. Him shooting the dog was quite cool because he was off in the distance and he, he did it pretty smoothly and sort of recycled the shot very yeah. cleanly. So I did expect John Wick to be able to do. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. Cool. 
I really enjoyed Canoe's tour of the apartment to, <laughs> my, to his Skype wife. To his Ringwald. A lamp. A candle. Um, I really like that after taking a big snort of cocaine in the club, yeah. um, Keanu Reeves goes, ah, oh. <laughs> oh. like a lo- like lovely, a lovely cup of tea. Lovely cocaine. <laughs> Katia, when, um, when she's eating the French toast, she chews for a bit with her mouth open. And it's, it's mm. very charming. Disarming. Yeah. Alarming. <laughs> Intergalactic. Now, um, oh, Keanu Reeves has a bitchy line with um, the FBI guy or whoever he is, whatever those letters are. I assume you have a reason why I shouldn't tell you to fuck off. Indeed. Now might be the time to share it. That's quite good. Yeah, I liked Keanu acting in cool and tough still, and when he does it to the to the the Russian guys and to get them to leave, the thing was kind of cool, and it meant that I felt personally wounded when he was just beaten up afterwards. Mm. Yeah, it was upsetting. So like, that's my um, canoe. I... <laughs> um, after I mean, it's it's only funny because of the John Wick chapter two line, but obviously I was quite delighted when the line came because throughout the whole thing, I was in my head thinking of the line burned my house down yeah. so at the point when he actually like breaks the fourth wall almost yeah in order to deliver to me paul salt who was enjoying this film based on a reference that he couldn't possibly have anticipated said tell her i would have burned my house down <laughs> fan fucking tastic thank you mr reeves <laughs> thanks for everything mostly that <laughs> Please stop with everything else. All right, and that was uh, quick firing. I don't usually say that. No. <laughs> so let's do the one better thing. The one better thing. I spent a while trying to think of bo- bottle films and you know things where the location is a character in its own right, and uh, I thought of the American and realised I hadn't seen it. <laughs> so in the end, I had to go with Eastern Promises, which is nothing to do with that, but it is a very good tense crime mob thriller with Russians. Uh, sure Viggo, Viggo Mortensen, Naomi Watts, and Vince Vincent Cassel star in this David Cronenberg film. Uh, Naomi Watts plays a midwife who helps deliver the baby of a 14-year-old prostitute who dies in childbirth. The mob threatens the baby in order to keep Watts quiet, and it entangles her in this vicious underground crime uh, scene. Uh, not, a cr- not a crime scene, but uh, the, the crime scene. The crime scene, not a crime scene. I hope that's clear. <laughs> she meets Vanson Cassell, who's the son of the mob boss. Um, very, very sort of loose cannon. Loose uh, cannon. He is a loose cannon, and he's a danger to all you know anyone near him. And then the right hand man, played by Viggo Mortensen. And what follows is a very menacing thriller with threat and peril at every turn. Some rollicking performances from the three main actors, um, yeah. and, and some bollocking ones. And reliance on <laughs> reliance on you know just a bit of a plot. You know, just a just a very yeah. strong, just a bit of a very strong plot that goes all the way throughout and has you care about all the characters. And it really it pulls <laughs> no emotional punches. It feels like it was written by somebody who actually escaped, uh, you know, the Russian mafia. It doesn't it doesn't yeah. feel you know it doesn't feel like somebody who went oh, I know today <laughs> I'm going to write a script <laughs> on uh, on Russians. Russians are spooky. Let's yeah. do that. Flavor of the week. Yeah. Um, there is a grittiness to the mafia actions in Eastern yeah. Promises. There's a real visceral, real mm. unpleasantness that somehow feels very uh, old. There's like an ancient quality to the way mm. that they go around fucking knifing each other and in, in the baths. Yeah, with uh, with scimitars. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> um, yeah, and it, it 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 does rely on London for some of that for that grittiness and the grayness, and it does mm. it really well. I think there's the Isle of Dogs Ooh. there for a bit as well, so that's grim, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, real powerful film. 
Very good. Definitely. Good stuff. Now, keeping on Scary Russians. I feel like nobody begrudged the fall of the Soviet Union more than sort of crime and espionage writers. And perhaps none more so than John le Carre. Maybe Tom Clancy, but hmm. he's okay. <laughs> uh, John le Carre was um, the one who took it hardest. John le Carre liked Russia to be the big evil James Bond star villain that they were at one stage. Yeah. But he wrote Our Kind of Traitor after that and just had them all be mobsters because they can still be scary and powerful and genuinely mm. evil, so great. Um, Our Kind of Traitor got adapted by Susanna White. And it's a brilliant film. It stars Ewan McGregor and Naomi Harris as a couple. Yes. They're on holiday. Remember now. And yeah, <laughs> there it goes. It's very and good. They bump... <laughs> Have you seen it? Isn't that a good film? <laughs> I... Let's stop the podcast. This is a good film. Yeah, <laughs> I no, I really, I, re- I really this like it. The film you're recommending was actually good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, everyone, everyone, come around, gather around. <laughs> He's recommending a good one this time. Oh, carry on. Sorry. You have my permission. <laughs> and my blessing. Good. Ewan McGregor and Naomi Harris are on holiday when they bump into a Russian mobster played by Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, pretty Ooh. much Russian. Russian enough. Yeah. Um, Stellan Skarsgård is trying to defect and tear apart a bank that's being set up by a big bunch of mobsters. Mm. And with the help of Alan Bennett, as played by Damian Lewis, they are <laughs> going to tear apart this international conspiracy and bring justice for all. Hooray. Um, but then Russian mobsters. They did actually have to de-escalate the incredibly depressing ending, which is, um, it's still dark, but it's less nihilistic, which is what Le likes to do recently. Every every Le that I've ever come into contact with, everyone (laughs) I've ever read or seen is is, Mm. is nihilism, baby. Yeah. Only Smiley's allowed to live. Smiley's allowed to live and go back home and deal with the fact that his wife would rather fuck anyone except him. Yeah, that's because true. John McCarry's relationship with women is just great. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, top notch. He got some issues to some kinks to iron <laughs> out there, I think. Oh, Carry. It's interesting you use the word kinks because the next sentence out of the next sentence out of my mouth was, "Let's see if Park Chan Wook can iron out some of those issues in <laughs> upcoming The Little Drummer Girl." There's a man who's <laughs> definitely not associated with kinks. He irons out kinks from one definition and irons in kinks from the other sexier <laughs> definition. <laughs> there better be a four minute long lesbian love scene in this John McCarry adaptation <laughs> and Smiley said what about the anal beads <laughs> and Peter Grillam said I can't remember if I'm gay in this one or not <laughs> probably <laughs> let's go with gay <laughs> probably down the hatch so <laughs> Our Kind of Traitor is a really good um, espionage thriller because it has a plot that's really twisty and turny but it's also exciting like, it's built around set pieces like ang- mm. angsty sort of driven spying sequences and operations and uh, fun moments, you know, yeah. just things that you remember and characters who are actually good. And there's a lot going on there. And it's just a really yeah. fun film. So I recommend catching Our Kind of Traitor. And it forms part of a kind of recent canon of decent John le Carre adaptations. Because you've, yeah. you know, aside from Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, you had The Night Manager on television yeah. that was fucking excellent. Yeah, they uh, softened that ending a bit. <laughs> had to. A Most Wanted yeah. Man with Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's, didn't, uh... do that. didn't soften that one. No, they didn't soften that one. That <laughs> one's fine. Good time for the carry adaptations. And we're yeah. now eagerly awaiting the little drummer girl. So, yes. Let's see how that goes. Okay. And that was the one better thing. The one better thing. Hi, Paul. How can people find out about us? The pools. Yeah. Well, if you, if, you type, if you type in Facebook and pools on Google, 
it won't come up. So what you've got to do is go to uh, <laughs> forward slash OGT pod. Same with Twitter at OGT pod. Send us an email at gmail, gmail.com. We're on YouTube, Podbean, uh, iTunes. You can subscribe to all of these. Tell tell friends, you know, spread the good words. It's it's all happening, baby. It's fantastic. Sure is. Uh, my Neville, do- my Neville, my Neville deckhead is available on Amazon. <laughs> my Neville is named John. He's great. I love him. <laughs> yeah. My Neville is um, named John. Even my riff on your mistake was a mistake. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck, I'm tired. Our, our jingles are available on benkemp.com and edgetepedbenkemp.com. It's the end of that one because no one's going to know what the fuck I'm saying for the next couple of segments. So I hate this. I started getting uh, some book reviews out on the Readings Monthly paper, also available online. So I'll pop the links in the description if anybody wants to read a review of Javier Marias' Berta Isla, which is coming out this month. Okay, good stuff. Uh, my reviews are on Screen Mayhem. I'm reviewing an awful lot of films for the London Film Festival, so you'll find some really cutting-edge stuff there. Some films that are on the horizon, and you'll get the scoop on what's going to be good in the future. Now, Futureland, beware it! How's Futureland? Uh, there's scary things here. A lot of stuff doesn't oh. make sense, oh, but shit. there's some good movies in it. That you can use to escape from the walking alien machines. Oh. They produce aliens from the machines. What are they made out of? They're made out of a highly complex kind of cheese. It d- doesn't sound as bad as Avatar 2. <laughs> Nothing does. Okay. I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And remember, the one good thing about Keanu Reeves' Siberia, starring Keanu Reeves, is that really, genuinely, truly, madly, and deeply, he would have burned his house down.